Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Jamie Eads and the Drum Shuffle Podcast is back with new episodes. Check out Jamie's conversations with Donnie Wynn and Josh Feldstein. Wherever you listen to podcasts, thedrumshuffle.com, jamieeads.com, J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com. Are you overpaying for brand new tires? Stop it. Teens Tires is the answer. Visit them online at facebook.com slash teenstires or teenstires.com. That's T-I-N-E-S tires.com. Or feel free to call them at 304-729-6114. You want me to get out? You get out. Do you smell almonds? Nice mustache. You don't know what my breath smells like. Chest pass through him. I'm very excited about that. I'm also very nervous. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello! From the Dire Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Off-season episode 23. Woo! We're less than two months away from WVU basketball. Can you feel it? Eh? Can you feel it? I can feel it. Follow me on Instagram. I can really feel it. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. What does that mean? Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter. Tweeting on Twitter. Find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook. You know... I'm still there. I'm on the Facebook. You're probably there. You need to follow the Unreasonable Doubt podcast page on Facebook. Find it, hit the blue thumb, follow the podcast there. There's an email address. You could get a hold of me via email. I'll read that email on this podcast. I'm not going to tell you how to how to do that. Listen to another episode. Listen to, there's 22 off-season episodes and a bonus episode. From the offseason. Catch up. Get prepared. If you listen to all 22 episodes and a bonus episode, you know what you're going to feel? You're going to feel ready for basketball season. (laughs) Or not. Speaking of the 2019-2020 season, there was one scholarship unaccounted for. It's now accounted for. Last week, Jalen Bridges four-star rated recruit from here in West Virginia, more specifically Fairmont, West Virginia, decided to come to Morgantown. His plans were, hey, I've picked my schools. West Virginia was one of them. 
maybe I'm going to go to prep school for a year and then be a part of next year's recruiting class. Hey, and here's what Huggins did. He's like, hey, we got a scholarship. We like you. <laughs> I don't know what he said. But him and Jalen, uh, a combination of their decision-making brings Jalen Bridges to Morgantown. He got a late start to the semester, so we'll see how that affects his availability basketball-wise for this season. He's enrolled. He's practicing with the team. Some reports are that Huggins is planning to redshirt Bridges, but I wouldn't bet on that. I feel like I feel like the limited amount of minutes that Emmett Matthews needs for somebody to give him a breather, that could be filled by Jalen Bridges, freshman Jalen Bridges. So I feel like that's his place, and he could do that this year. Time will tell. That picture will come into focus when the season starts. But all scholarships are accounted for. So the 2019 recruiting class, complete. It includes Oscar, McDonald's All-American, four-star Jalen Bridges, Deuce McBride, because that's what we call him here, Taz Sherman, junior college, Sean McNeil, junior college. Those five guys make up the 2019 recruiting class. It ends up being the 22nd best recruiting class for 2019, according to 24-7 Sports. What does that mean? Since Huggins has been in Morgantown, this 2019 class is his second best recruiting class. Again, according to 24-7 Sports, which is amazing. And not that can't be received as bad news, right? That's good news. What do you think the best recruiting class Huggins has had, according to 24-7 Sports? Your mind probably goes to the 2008 class. That class had Kevin Jones, Devin Ebanks, Truck Bryant, and D Proby. <laughs> Long forgotten D Proby. That recruiting class was 23rd. So that's not the best class. Again, this year's is the second best. The best one was the 2013 class. That class was ranked 18th, again, according to 24 7 Sports. Who was in that class? A bunch of guys. Strongest man in the world was in that class. Elijah Macon, Brandon Watkins, Unreasonable Doubt favorite John Holton, Nate Adrian, uh, Remy Debo. <laughs> When's the last time? I'm going to be saying a lot of names that you haven't heard about in a while, or maybe ever, if you're new to following WVU basketball. And Chase Connor. So that class, according to 24-7 Sports, is the best that Bob Huggins has done with a recruiting class. So, obviously, great recruiting classes means wins, right? It means a great future, right? For WVU? Ah! <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> you would think. Now, the upper echelon, like the top five recruiting classes year in and year out, your Dukes, your Kentuckys, your Michigan States, uh, those equal out the wins. <laughs> uh, you can say uh, with, with, with certainty, Kentucky, 
Duke, Michigan State, top five classes, uh, those equal wins. For WVU and specifically, specifically Bob Huggins' history, let's look at these best recruiting classes. So I mentioned the 2013 class. That was the best, okay? Uh, let's see. The 08 class that I mentioned, that's third, and that was a big part of the Final Four squad in 2010. That 13 class, big part of Press Virginia, right? Four straight Sweet 16 appearances. The other two recruiting classes in Huggins' top five, one was last year's class. Derek Culver, Jordan McCabe, Trey Dooms, Emmett Matthews Jr., uh, Mr. Gordon, and Jermaine Haley. And they only have, it's not fair to grade that class because they've only had one year, but that one year was not great. And we remember that. The other best class was 2011. And guess who was in that class? Jabari Hines, Tommy McCune. Are these names ringing a bell? Aaron Brown, Keaton Miles, Pat Forsyth, Gary Brown, and Dominic Rutledge. That's one of Huggins' top five recruiting classes. Now that 2011 class? Big part of Huggins' first losing season in Morgantown. And five of those guys transferred out of the program. Okay? So, from those top five five recruiting classes, and last year's class, we already have two guys out. Trey Dooms and Mr. Gordon. Okay? Andrew Gordon. So, from the Huggins experience, the more important factor is really who sticks around from the recruiting class. (laughs) A higher percentage of guys that sticks around means that they fit with Huggins, they fit with the program, they either go to the NBA or or turn professional or graduate from WVU. And when you get a strong percentage of those guys, Huggins keeps them around, he likes them, then that generally leads to success. So I'm looking through all these recruiting classes. If you look at Huggins' recruiting classes from 2009 to 2012, there were 16 recruits in those four recruiting classes. 11 of those 16 ended up transferring out of the program, and I'll name them for you. Again, blast from the past names. Dalton Pepper. Dan Jennings. I love, I had a, had a weird love of Dan Jennings. He ended up at Long Beach State. He went to the other side as far as you could get from WBU to get away from Morgantown. Noah Cottrell, Jabari Hines, Tommy McCune, Aaron Brown, Keaton Miles, Pat Forsyth, Terry Henderson, Aaron Harris, and Voldemir Jeroon? Do you remember Voldemir? I, I, I don't. All those guys ended up transferring out. And so that was from 09 to 2012. The 2012-2013 season, WVU's first losing season under Huggins. Now, look at the next four classes from 13 to 16. 19 guys in those classes. Guess how many transferred out? 
only six. Four straight Sweet 16 seasons, starting with the 14-15 season. So, low percentage that sticks around, bad. High percentage that sticks around, good. I've told you about the best classes. The two worst Huggins class rankings, again, according to 24-7 Sports. It's not fair, but his first year is one of the worst. When Beeline left, and these are guys that Beeline recruited and Huggins kept around, that was ranked 126th. And that class had two guys, John Flowers and Will Thomas. John Flowers spent four seasons in Morgantown, part of the Final Four team, and John Flowers averaged 25 wins a season while he was in Morgantown. So worst recruiting class, one of the best four-year averages of wins per season. The next lowest, and are you sitting down? The next lowest, 2014. That class, according to 24-7, was ranked 81st. Now, guess who's in that class, in the 81st class of 2014? I'll tell you. Phoenix Suns, Javon Carter. <laughs> He's in the 81st best class for 2014. Daxter Miles, G Leagues, Daxter Miles. G Leagues, Tariq Phillip, now playing professionally overseas. Jay Sean Page professional basketball player, and Billy D. Williams. Okay, so there's one out of that five that didn't make it. But that 2014 class, and you know this, those guys, uh, especially Carter and Miles, they averaged 26 wins a season, which is tough to beat. And of those two classes, only Will Thomas and Billy D. Williams transferred out. So, if you can hang with Huggins and you're here for the long haul and you can only be here for the long haul if it's working out, then obviously those are that leads to wins. If it doesn't work out and you're shipped out of town because you want to get away from Huggins or Huggins is saying, hey, man, it's not working, uh, then that doesn't lead to success. So. Great recruiting classes don't always mean success. It does if they stick around. And if it's not a successful recruiting class, according to 24-7 Sports, it can still be great. Does that make sense? It's all clear as mud now. All right? Random thoughts coming up. Woody's Goodies is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Two locations, Marmette, St. Albans, West Virginia. It's the home of the discount deal. You know that. There's new inventory every time you go into the store. You know that. You know what else you know? We're entering a season. Spooky season. And Wugu is stocked with plenty of Halloween decorations, costumes, and more. Here's another reason to go into a Woody's Goodies store. You go in. You buy stuff. Every $10 you spend at Woody's Goodies right now... Get you a raffle ticket to possibly win $50 in store credit. The more you buy, the better chance you have of winning that 50 bucks. So come on down to Woody's Goodies, Marmette, St. Albans, West Virginia, in the United States 
of America. Player profile time. Again, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the WVU 2019-2020 season in my bones. So that means more basketball. Another player profile. Next up, finally another guy who was on the team last year. Sophomore point guard Jordan McCabe. Now you go to his season stats. Jordan McCabe averaged six points on 32% shooting, 30% from three. Two and a half assists and one still a game. Okay. But, and it was a bad season, right? And those stats don't read great. However, you watch the team last year, you know, like some other guys that were here last year, it was a tale of two seasons within one season. And for Jordan McCabe, the dividing line was the second Baylor game the game in Waco in February. So before the second Baylor game for McCabe, it was rough. It wasn't good. All right. No consistency, lots of turnovers in limited, in limited minutes, bad at defense, lacking confidence. Now he's a freshman. He's a, he's a small freshman. Okay. He's st- and and in that time before that second Baylor game, he started five games because Huggins started everybody at some point last season. McCabe in those five starts. Here's here's his point point totals: five points, zero points against Texas Tech, two points, three points, and seven points. Okay, so he got starts before the Baylor game, and it didn't exactly lead to success. Now, after, oh, by the way, so what what explains that freshman also? And we learned this in the summer. uh, Jordan was playing with a torn MCL for most or all of the season. So, you know, a messed up knee may have had an impact on how Jordan played last year. Okay? So freshman, getting used to everything. Also, broken leg, okay? I mean, that's strong. Broken leg is strong, but messed up knee, okay? But then, guys get kicked off the team. Uh, guys aren't playing, any, you know, injuries. McCabe starts that Baylor game. West Virginia's competitive in that game and loses. But, you know, before that, not very competitive in the games leading up to that Baylor game. But they they were up at halftime in the Baylor game, end up losing it. But McCabe, in that game and the rest of the games of the season, 10 games, McCabe averaged 13.5 points, five assists, and almost two steals a game. And again, he did that on a torn MCL. That's an obviously... Now, uh, the, the L stands for ligament. The C stands for something that sounds like crucial i know that's not crucial crucible and then the m i don't know what that means okay but it's around the knee uh but those last 10 games huggins gave mccabe the ball and and trusted him he didn't have anybody behind him uh gonna take minutes and he played like 
you know, like if he'd have played like that all season, then the stats would show that. But he he ended the season great. Him and Emmett Matthews seemed to be the leaders of this team. McCabe was talking like he wanted the lead last year as a freshman. Okay. And, and that may not have been a bad thing with hindsight, how bad things went last year. But for this year, McCabe's a year older. He's got to be stronger, you know, because he had surgery. The knee is improving, should be good to go by the beginning of the season. I would be shocked if Jordan McCabe does not start the first game at point guard uh, against Akron. The man's not lacking in confidence, should get more minutes. And I believe this. I don't I don't know what's going to happen. Uh how much Jordan McCabe's going to improve. If he's healthy, he's going to improve in year two versus year one. But I think him, and I would put Matthews in this category too, uh, a better season, let's talk about McCabe, a better season, the shooting has to improve. And I, I'm hopeful it will because, you know, he won't have a messed up knee. Consistent defense where he has limitations on that because of his size. But again, those last 10 games, almost two steals a game. He has that, he has that good IQ. He can be able to be, uh, to not be a liability on defense and, you know, just limiting how often he gives the ball to the other team because, and it's not specifically Jordan. The team as a whole had real issues with turnovers as you remember. Okay. But back to, the improvement of McCabe he's going to improve and I think him along with Matthews however much those guys improved this year from last year I think we can kind of draw the line between how much they improve and how much the team improves from last year to this year so big improvement big jumps in field goal percentage and decrease in turnovers and increase in assists I think that can mean a big jump for WVU as a program this year. Uh, I think there's going to be an improvement no matter what. But Jordan McCabe, I think one of the guys we need to look for as far as how much better WVU is going to be this year than last year. And I'm kind of playing my hand a little bit. I think they'll be better this year than last year. But it's hard not to say that because last year was the worst year Huggins has had since he's been in Morgantown. So he can either get worse, <laughs> which would be maddening, around the same or better to some degree. And uh, I'm not going to tell you until later how much better I think they're going to be. Uh, my prediction is if McCabe takes a big jump, that's a bigger jump for WVU as a whole. So that's the player profile for Jordan McKay. Final thoughts coming up. Dyer Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Are you planning an event? Maybe it's a disc golf tournament. Maybe it's a cornhole tournament. Maybe it's a Uno tournament. Maybe it's a spike ball tournament. Maybe it's a four square tournament. Maybe it's a tennis tournament. Maybe it's a table tennis tournament. Maybe it's a basketball tournament. Maybe it's a soccer tournament. Maybe it's a football tournament. Is that a thing? That sounds dangerous. 
Does your event need a banner, t-shirt, bag, or logo, or multiples of those things? Let Dyer Prime help you make your event look good and be a success. Call or text them to find out more, 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at dyerprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com, or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Final thoughts for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Need to vent a little bit about customer service over the phone. It's in 2019. Sometimes you got to call a stranger to get customer service over the phone. Now, more and more, there's options to, to text somebody. Sometimes you'll be on a company's website and somebody will start chatting with you. Is there something I can help you with? Sometimes you got to call a stranger. And one of the staples of customer service over the phone at the end of the call is the question, is there anything else I can help you with today? You've heard that. If you haven't heard that once, you've heard it a thousand times, okay? Here's the problem with that question. That question implies that the customer service person has helped you with something, okay? Now, sometimes, and maybe this is just me, but I don't think it is. Sometimes you, in fact, do not get help from customer service over the phone. <laughs> sometimes you don't get that question answered that you that you called to ask. Sometimes you, you're confused about something on your bill and you will call and try to get clarification. And in fact, they don't clarify what's on the bill. Sometimes you end the customer service phone experience uh, with a problem still, okay? And it's very apparent during the call that you're not getting a satisfied response. That is not going to keep the customer service person from asking, is there anything else I can help? Is there anything else I can help you with today? Okay? That question is showing up. So my question to you is, if the question, if they haven't actually helped... And they hit you with the, is there anything else I can help you with? How do you answer that? What do you do? Now, what I do is answer with a firm no and try to hit the red button on my iPhone SE before I hear anything else. I know another call is going to be involved or another avenue to try to get my question answered. That person, in fact, did not help me. Um, but I just want to get off the phone. So in a, let me role play this real quick. Sir, is there anything else I can help you with today? No. And I'm, I'm, I'm pressing the red button before I hear anything else. Um, what I want to do, and tell me if you've done this before, I want to actually tell them. I want to clarify for them that they have not, in fact, helped me with anything. But I never do that. So if I role play that, is there anything else I can help you with today? Well, sir or ma'am, uh, you haven't helped me at all. So I reject the premise of your question. Because if I say that, because I don't know what happens in the role play after that, they may just barrel ahead and say, well, thank you for calling such and such company and have a wonderful day. They may just 
that may just be part of the of the wrapping up. And regardless of what I say there, if I say no, if I say you haven't helped me at all, then we still get to the end of the call. But it may open up a conversation that I probably don't want to have at that point of how they, in fact, have not helped me. I don't know. What have you done? Let me know. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Specifically, here's where you're listening. You're listening on Apple Podcasts. Okay? You're listening on Overcast. You're listening on Spotify. Every once in a while, somebody will listen on CastBox. Wherever you're listening, subscribe to the podcast. That's a big help. Rate the podcast five stars. That's a big help. Leave a review. That's a big help. Do one of those three things. Would you? Maximum appreciation. Appreciation. Mm. Is there anything else I can help you with today? Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2019-2020 season is 0-0. and Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.